I have a first business. That business does very well, which is my uh, consulting firm. And I'm basically building a spin-off SaaS product. So the first business has, has all the money to fund the second one. Uh, and, and that's how I plan to keep doing. Um, I grew the first business to a level where um, I'm not actually doing the work. I'm just like high level, the CEO helping me thinking uh, and helping me strategy. So yeah, the whole funding is going to be bootstrapped. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B SaaS podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Verma. And today we have Phil Alves with us. Phil here is the CEO of a company called DevStats. Hey, Phil, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here. All right, Phil. So let's try to understand what your company does and why customers pay you. And I'm talking about DevStats. Hey, so, so DevStats uh, has the goal of helping development teams get into high-performing stage. So like we have all the tools that will guide you understand how your development team is doing so you can improve things like uh, planning accuracy, deploy frequency, code quality. So it's all about making sure your development team it's giving the best output they can uh, and also having data around how they're performing and be able to mentor them to get better. Got it. And talk about your users a bit, right? So like who are the primary users of this product? And maybe you can just pick one developer and how they exactly use your product on a regular basis. Yeah, so the users of our products are VP of engineers and CTOs. Those are the people that are usually going to buy our software. Uh, because those people, they have, what's their job is to make their development team be better and to mentor their team. And what our software ended up being is that tool that they can use to mentor, to understand how their teams are doing and to improve their team. They end up building, bringing out their development team to the software so they understand where things are. But the buyer and, and the, the person that gets the most benefit is the VP of engineering or a CTO, sometimes in some companies, even head of product. Got it. So let's talk about, uh, I want to understand your customer base, right? I mean, developers, like every every company on the earth do have some sort of development teams today, right? So who are you primarily selling this to, right? As of your as of today, what's your customer base look like? Yeah, so, so our customer base are kind of like uh, small to medium-sized development teams. Uh, they're teams from 10 to 100 developers. Uh, those are the teams that are using our product right now. Um, so most of the times they're not using any solution to solve that kind of problem because most of the other solutions are targeting bigger companies and you're helping them with a tool that's a little bit simpler and that they can implement quicker. Uh, so yeah, that's our customer. It's a, it's a development team of 100 to, to 10 developers. Got it. And like, how big are these deals, right? So uh, how do you charge on the, like, is it per seat basis or do you have any other metric? Yeah, it's per seat uh, and it's an annual base. So it's $25 per month, but end up being um, on, on an annual base, like $250 a month, $250 a year, sorry. Uh, so so then, what's, what's your typical deal size look like? What's your average ACV? Is it around $10,000, $15,000? Is that your like average number? Uh, I would say we are close to, yeah, nine between nine dollars and $15,000. Got it. So, and like how many customers do you have on your platform as of today? We have 50 customers right now. 50, right? So that that makes a lot of sense. And like, just uh, sort of help me understand your growth journey here, right? So what was that number, say, 12 months ago? How many customers uh, you had? So we actually, we were in beta for a long time. So 12 months ago, we had zero. <laughs> and then we stopped bringing people for free to use the product. Uh, and they were like, the people that kept using, we were like, eventually we transferred them into paid customers. But we just got out of beta just like three months ago. 
Uh, it's where we start going back to customers and say, what do you think about the, the product? And would you pay for? And, and that's kind of like where we are. So we just left the beta. We had like many cohorts mm-hmm. where we'd bring like 10 people and 10 companies, right? Each with like 10, 200 developers. And if people would churn, we're like, what happened? Why they're not using the software? And then we did another cohort until we figured out, okay, we have something that people are using every week. And, and that's when we, we took the product uh, out of beta. So that was the metric. Can we get good a product that people use every week? Got it. So let me ask you a different question. So when did you get that first dollar of revenue as a pay? Like when did that first dollar come in from one of your uh, paying customers? It was in January. Jan- it's just been like, what, four months now? Yes. And you've, you've got 50 paying customers within just yes. four months closing deals. Like, all right, that's that's a wonderful story, right? So I just want to understand, right? So just just go back 12 months before, right? So like, when did you sort of have that first version of your product ready? And just talk about that zero to one journey. How did you get that first customer? I think it's so, for you, it's beta customer and then converting them to a paying customer. Just talk about yeah. that, you know, zero to one journey. So we just called email a bunch of companies and like, hey, you're building a software. We'd love you to be part of this, of building the software with us. This is the problem we're trying to solve. Come on, uh, use it for free and, and give us feedback. And, we, and you're going to be part of like the founding team of customers that help us uh, steer the software in the direction that's going to serve you. Uh, and that's how we did it. And so it was easy to get people to in for free. Uh, and then from there, we convert them into paying customers. So like, like it's, it, it just looks so easy, but I, I know it's not, right? So like, what was the trick there, right? So what, like, were you focusing on any particular niche or like what really worked for you in terms of cold emailing? Because you're yeah. saying you've got 50 odd customers today. So I'm assuming your top of funnel must be like way more, right? Maybe 200, 500. I'm not sure how much that even is. Right? So like, mm. just talk about that metrics a bit and like, what, what was that cold email strategy that worked for you? Now, we just were targeting companies using Jira that had okay. between 50 and 100 developers uh, because Jira is great to manage projects, but doesn't give you enough reports on actually how your development team is doing and how you can help them make, be better. Uh, and that was the first problem we were trying to solve. And, and our strategy was like, hey, Jira is not is leaving you in the dark and it's not helping you uh, improve your team. Uh, here's the add-on. We don't want to replace Jira, but we wanted to fill that gap mm-hmm. that they're not filling for you. So that's the strategy. And then who did you mail to? Like, were these VP, VP of engineering or who, who was that? Yes. Program? Yeah, we are going with VP of engineers and CTOs. Got it. And then you got a bunch of, bunch of people expressed interest and then you put them into what, like a beta plan or something? Yeah, then, then I just, we, we still don't have actually a way for customers to pay from the platform, which are offline. Yeah. So I just have them all sign up. I gave like invite code for each one of them and they were able to get in and start using. And then we track usage to Mixpanel. Got, got it. It's, and just talk about that first. So you mentioned, right, four months before you sort of had that first customer paying you something, right? So how long did it actually take? Like how long did you have to sort of put them in that beta stage? And, you know, how long did you have to nurture them before they actually, you managed to convert them? Like, like how, did that, how did that sales cycle look like for the first few yes. customers at least? So like our goal was to, again, get people using the software. Mm-hmm. So you're, we are changing. People are like already in the beta, but people are like, dropping off, what they're not using, what they're not coming back. And then as we start seeing people using the software and watching the metrics, we, that's when we reach out to them. Hey, looks like you're getting value from our product. We appreciate you being the beta. Would you be willing to become a paying customer? So, so that's kind of like how we did it. First, we make sure to get the value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for the first many months, we had a product, but people were leaving. 
And so we kept like asking their feedback on Slack and trying to get people to stay. And that's kind of like what we did. Got it. And when when did you onboard that first beta customer? And I'm asking you specific details because I really want to understand that journey, right? Because it's really a wonderful story. Getting 50 odd customers in just four months is not an easy thing. I'm assuming you must have done a lot of things before that. So when did that first customer, like when was it when your when you onboarded your first beta customer? I was probably more than a year a year ago or so. Yeah, so it took you around like 10, 12 months to sort of you know to back go back and forth and figure it out all, and then just sort of end up converting. Yeah. It- And and again, we, I was not in the rush because I have another business, and mm-hmm. the business was funding. And my my goal was actually also, can we deliver value for the people using the product? Mm-hmm. I wasn't too worried about like I have to bring revenue. I want I just wanted to really deliver value to the people using the product, and and that was my goal. Got it. Like, and how many beta customers you had? Like, like just talk to me about that conversion, right? So you had a you must have a bunch of customers. And like how many customers was that, right? So. To get these fifty paying customers, it wasn't it wasn't too much, like maybe two hundred. All right, so that's that's a pretty good conversion rate, I guess. Yeah, got it. Right, so yeah, so just I want to close the story around the top of funnel for you, right? So is it just cold email? Did you do nothing else? Was it just yeah. a bunch of cold emails? It's it, it just cold email. I I I I love cold email because it allows us to figure out the messaging, uh, and it's it's not super scalable. I don't think it's scalable, but that's how I grew my other business too. From the beginning, now I do zero cold email. My other business is out inbound. But I, I just like as the first channel, uh, so you can see what people are responding to, and you can speak with people. So, so how how does the res- reply rate look like in a niche like this? If you're sending a mail to VP of engineers, right? So, like, how does the reply uh, rate look like? So they hate get those emails because they get so many emails, and but it's most people often developers for cheap, and and they that's the emails that they get. So, like, when they're getting an email, like, hey, this is a software, and I want you to be part. The reply rate's a little bit better, but it's still high, it's still pretty low, you know. Like, so like can you one, just put a number one, there? It's is it two percent, five percent, one two percent, one two percent? Yeah, it's very low, but that still works, right? I mean, you've got tons of companies using Jira, so I think you you you've got a lot of emails as well there. Yeah, it works for a while, like you no know, one live forever, but it works in the beginning for sure. Got it. And talk about the conversion, right? So, like, once somebody sort of onboards, right? So, how do you convert them to a paying customer? At least, what have you been doing so far? So, is it you? Talking to them, getting on a couple of meetings and closing deals, or do we already have people, you know, sales folks in your team who's doing oh, no, there, that? There's no sales force. The team is only five of us, and the sales out, a founder lab, which I'm doing all the sales. So, but I, but again, it's 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 more about making sure they're using the product. I'm looking how they're using the product. I'm I'm making long videos and sending them. Hey, how this how this is how you can take advantage of report X or report Y, uh, and it's just again making sure that they are using the product. So because once they're using and I have the metric on my hand, I can just go and and ask for the money. So what you're essentially selling telling me is that you've managed to close almost fifty deals single handedly during the past twelve fifteen months. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that's that's wonderful, man. Yeah, that's that's. But awesome. well, but but that's fair too. Like I did give you special special pricing and special yeah like, that views for for those people being early. Customers and so yeah, I think you must have yeah you must have tricks up your sleeves right, but but still your ACV is around ten twelve thousand dollars as of today. But I'm assuming you would ideally want to sell it at let's say fifty thousand dollar or a hundred thousand dollar deals. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like for example, a company with like thousands of developers could still use this. Yeah, and and, and so it could. But I, I'm just working with the smaller companies first, making sure we get the product to good place. Because once you bring a big a big customer, they want to really 
they want a lot of stuff and you have to build this stuff for them. And also you increase your risk because now our revenue is in one huge customer. So I want to be prepared before we go that route, but it's definitely a product that that can have a, a, a bigger ACV. Got it. Like, and what's, what's the future here, right? So what's, what's your next step, right? So what you're going to do? Are you going like... to... I'm going to keep growing slowly, to be honest. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's a little bit harder to get customers now that we're not getting telling people, hey, can you use the software for free? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a bootstrap company, and I'm hoping to keep bootstrap uh, and just keep growing a pace that is sustainable, uh, that we can keep our customers happy. So, and then this is, at what at what stage are you looking to bring in external sales reps into your team? I mean, it's it's uh, primarily founder led sales so far, right? So, but yeah, you've got to scale it at I, some point. I think after we get for to a few million dollars in revenue, we might bring outside sales, or might also do a product led play. Uh, once we have enough revenue and we understand what where the value is, we can just do a product led and pe- let people sell on board. Uh, in the beginning, I, I don't like to go product led because we don't know kind of like what's going to make people want to use the product. Mm-hmm. But once we figure that out and we can work on a, on a journey uh, and, and so, going so bound Phil, and product Phil, you, So are you, are you a first-time SaaS founder or are you, are you not? Am I what? Sorry? So are you a first-time SaaS founder? Are you building a SaaS product for the first time? Oh, kind of. <laughs> Be, because you, good... you, you, it looks like you've got it all figured out and it's been working wonderfully for you. I mean, you've got all uh, of these plans. I mean, and you have a very clear so... vision of when when that's gonna work and when it's not like where where do you have all of, like where did you get all, gain all of this knowledge from? Just talk about your experience and background. Years and years ago, I built a small SaaS product and I sold that product. Uh, from there, I I used the money to move to the United States. I'm from Brazil. I started a consulting firm. That consulting firm was helping other people building SaaS products, which I built hundreds of SaaS products for other people. Grew the consulting firm for over 100 employees and like really saw how our customers were doing. And that's kind of like where my experience comes from. I, I have built a lot of SaaS products, one for myself, but a lot for other people. So it's definitely not my first time. And, and I don't think it should be anyone's first business, a SaaS, to be honest. It's, it's kind of complex business. Yeah, I know. I, I, I could get that sense, right? Just talking to you, right? I mean, you've got it all figured out. I mean, you've got plans. You're executing them wonderfully well. That makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about this consulting business as well, right? So you, you mentioned you've, you've helped a bunch of you know, SaaS companies you know, grow, scale, and I, get even, I guess even ex- acquire. So, like, how do you help them on a regular basis? And do you do it even today with, with your SaaS product? Yes, for sure. Uh, I, actually, that's still where my, my money is coming from. The SaaS is not profitable yet. <laughs> so, uh, and the consulting firm is pretty big. Uh, but basically, I work with industry experts. Let's say you were an expert in driving schools or you were a CPA that knows everything about CPAs and you want to build a software for CPAs. Uh, so you hire us and we help you take the product to market. But because you are the industry expert, you know how to sell, you know the features that, that we need to do. And those are the people that we work with in the consulting firm. And, and that's kind of like the strategy that I copy here because I, I'm an expert in running development teams. And so I'm building a product to help people better run development teams because basically I'm running 20 plus development teams for other people. Uh, and I have to make sure they're doing good work and delivering a lot of value. Got it, right? So I know I would want to ask a lot of questions here, right? But in the in the light of time, I'll just ask you one question, right? So I know you've got a lot of experience working with hundreds of SaaS companies out there, and you go back and build a company of yours, right? So why why this pro- uh, product in particular? Like why this space that you've just chosen, right? So what's so special about it? Like you must have some framework, and something must have you know this product must have ticked those. Can you just talk like 
talk talk about that those things right so that really uh, i think that product will allow me to do what i have been doing but in a bigger scale because my hope is to help people have development teams that are performing that deliver a lot of value and the one way that i do that is to my service offer where there's like a done for you hey here's a team that can do a job very well my software solve the same problem but it is a two here's a guide it use this guide to help you your team deliver a lot of value for yourself so it's kind of like solving the same problem that i have been solving for the last 10 years of my career uh it's just solving in a bigger scale that's right. what i hope to so, do so so with your with consulting firm you focus primarily on the development uh, or the product aspect not really the marketing and gtm aspect is that it yes yes for sure we just develop the product and that's what we do got it so essentially yeah, you've yeah. just converted your whole consulting business to a saas product and then you're selling it out right yeah, kind of yeah the consulting business is still there and the consulting business also has a product part mm-hmm. where we yeah. help people plan their product the saas is just about making sure developers are doing an amazing job and they are progressing and getting better at what they do right so so like like are you able to use some of your credibility that you built with your consulting experience and are you able to use that to grow your saas if yes how are you doing that uh, i haven't done that yet but like i in the consulting firm i have some very big fortune 500 companies as a customers Mm-hmm. and i think once the product gets more mature mature i can go and i can sell my own product for them uh so so there's definitely a synergy and there's a few of our customers using our product right now they were customers of, of the consulting firm so so there's definitely a synergy but it's there. just cold emails for now you're waiting for it to get matured before you could use yeah. that synergy yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense and talk about yeah. the funding right so i mean you mentioned that it's it's bootstrap the saas product right so mm-hmm. like, talk about the process of, like what's like are you planning to raise any external funding if yes why if not why not just no i'm not like the whole strategy and i saw again i saw a lot of my customers doing that very successfully it's because i i have a first business that business does very well which is my uh, consulting firm and i mean basically building any spin-off saas product so the first business has, has all the money to fund the second one uh and, and that's how i plan to keep doing um i grew the first business to a level where um i'm not actually doing the work I'm just like high level the CEO helping me thinking uh and helping me strategize so yeah the whole funding is going to be bootstrap I like that way uh I I can control the growth rate like like I told right now we're not focused on, on growth we're focusing on keeping our customers happy and improving our product uh and it's less stressful yeah. uh and you know and and I have some friends that had big exits on VC firms or even some of our customers but at the end of the day you end up with like 10% of the company so you sell for 300 million and you got 30 million yeah. or you can have 100% of a smaller company and sell for the same 30 million and never have to do with investors and a preferred option b <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know? i mean i'm I, i'm totally on board with this right so so a follow up question so is the plan to maybe just grow it to maybe 10 or 20 million dollars and then just exit is that the plan in the next few 5 7 years uh, yeah i think you always exit your business one way or another right you you might sell the business got a business you might die <laughs> so uh i know i'm going to exit some point but i'm not like just planning oh i have to exit this business yeah. the, the plan is to build a sustainable business that i could keep for for as long as god it and, and just talk about the team right is it just five members as you mentioned yes it's just me and four developers got it and yeah i uh, think i play the product role like like the product vision and then like, there's like the tech lead and the other developers and just one question here so the consulting firm that you have like how big is it so you you talked about 100 100 employees in there 
but in terms of revenue like where is it is it in tens of millions of revenue dollars yes it's a figure sum okay so yeah so one last question right so why a saas product when you've got such a brilliant you know consulting firm already which is bringing you like you know like a lot of revenue uh, so what i'm loving about building this saas product is i'm back into like more of the doing you know and and that being r&d for my consulting firm because the things that i'm doing here when i'm planning about a strategy and how we deliver work for a consulting firm it, it all comes together but basically as the company start growing you start you get further and further from the actually doing and it doesn't make sense for me as the ceo of the company to go there and do the work for the customers but i get to do for myself and that gets to be to be a benefit for my customers and and for my team and i'm training them they hey this is how we have to think about it it comes from experience so it's it's not just like hey we build saas for the product we build saas for ourselves too and we understand what building saas is so so that's part of like the pio to to create my own product all right phil thanks for taking the time to talk to me hope you scale dev stats to much much greater heights hey no problem it was great to to have you here to talk to you